there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me, of course, is Matt Peralt. You can find us on Twitter at Dan Harris80 and at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, how you doing? I am great. Week seven. Let's go. Let's go. Before we do, uh, let's talk very briefly about Discord Ooh. and the new Discord. I don't know if it's a workspace or chat or whatever you want to call it that uh, Betting Pros has launched as of yesterday night already. I don't know, Matt, what the count was last <laughs> time, but over 200 oh, yeah. people already, right? It's, it's, Just, it's like a real-time message board is, is, is the best way I would describe it. Correct. Go to bettingpros.com slash chat. You can join. You don't. There's no subscription. There's no fee or anything like that. Just join. It's a bunch of people who are interested in sports betting. You have a channel for every different type of betting that you want to do, every different type of sport. And within the NFL, there's something specific to week seven you can do against the spread over under different types of things that you can talk about. We're in there a lot. Matt and I will both probably hold chats. we kind of ask me anything. We'll be in there on Sundays talking about everything. Again, bettingpros.com slash chat. It's awesome. We literally launched it last night and nonstop just messages. It's great. Just people <laughs> want to talk. You want to talk betting? Get an insight? It's really it's a phenomenal thing. So again, bettingpros.com slash chat. All right. As always, we're going to get to every game that's uh, on the slate this weekend. But let's talk about last weekend uh, very quickly and how frustrated I am. Uh, I went. I made nine bets last week, Matt, against the spread and went seven and two. And the two that I lost were two of the ones that found their way into the into the contest. Matt and I went three and two, as we have done. Uh, is it four straight weeks now, Matt? I'm, is it that, feels yeah, it kind of feels like that. I mean, I don't think we've had a losing week in a while, but we. I have think a- we stopped. I think we went three and two, two and three, and then we've been three and two for the last four weeks. Yeah, I think which that's is not horrible. I mean, no. It, but what's interesting about the way this contest, and I wrote a little bit about it on, you can see it on Betting Pros. You can write, you can see the leaderboard. I put it up on on the book report for this week. Is that they do it by percentages? It's right. not necessarily done by how many picks you have right. So, like by my count, I think we're four games over five hundred. Does that sound Correct. right to you? Yeah, we are seventeen and thirteen. So, like we're just uh, we're like two picks out of the money. Yeah. So we're not bad right now. We're in a good place. And really, if we get on any type of heater here, we go four and one, five and oh for a couple of weeks. We're going to do a good job of jumping over a bunch of people. So I like where we are. We're lurking, but I think we're in we're in decent position right now. Yeah, we're 183rd out of 689. So that's good. And again, we really, though, need to avoid it. I felt like last week felt like a missed opportunity in part because we decided to switch out a game. That we would have gotten right, which was the Dolphins laying eight and a half to the Jets for the Patriots, who were laying, what was it, nine and a half to the yeah. Broncos? Yeah, so, so that takes me to the rules for this week, okay? Yes. So here are the new rules just for this week. We're going to try this, okay? <laughs> what we decide on this podcast is what we're playing. Yep. No changing. Other yep. than major, major rules, like a quarterback, it's COVID or something. Correct. Like that, that, Correct. That, that's the only time we're going to change it. But other than that, I, I think this is what happens. You talk yourself out of wagers and talk yourself out of things. And then you wind up going, man, why did I do that? Why did I change off of it? Where you and I were on it on the podcast. And then yep. we got off of it beforehand due to we got worried about Ryan Fitzpatrick. And it's right. it's the Jets. And we should never have gotten worried about the Jets. I mean, look, they <laughs> did bench Ryan Fitzpatrick after this game, right? So we kind of had that right. Not not exactly. Uh, they didn't bench him for performance. Yeah, they benched him <laughs> because they want to lose. They're, no, they're mad. They're three true. and three. 
Uh, all right, so let's just very briefly recap the picks that we had. Again, we were on the right side of everything. One of the games we lost was a game really that we should have won. It was the Texans getting three and a half from the Titans. That was the right side. Okay, I don't care about how it wound up going, uh, but that was a loss. The other one was the Patriots who lost outright. We just did not have that game correct. Uh, we loved the Steelers laying three and a half to uh, the Browns. We loved the 49ers getting three and a half from the Rams. And of course, you know, if it's a pick against the Bills that Matt absolutely loves, <laughs> the Chiefs laying three and a half to the Bills. So we got all those right. Wasn't a big sweat really for any of those. So let's pick it up here. As always, we're not going to do props because they don't come out right now. But Matt has the live stream on youtube.com slash betting pros. He always uh, breaks everything down on Sunday morning. So make sure you get there. It is at 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. All right. Let's do what we like to do, which is you starting us off. Now, this is, I will say this. Usually, Matt texts me or messages me on Slack a few leans that he has just based on the lines. You did not do that this week. I don't know if that was intentional. Yes, it was. Or not. Oh, okay. Very good. So, uh, the reason Matt, is because I, I don't want it to, I didn't want to skew you at all because, because, yes. because we're going to pick this. This is going to be our actual five yes. selection. So I didn't want to give you any indication as to like where I was going to get an actual real reaction from you yep. based on my picks. And then we can really hash this out. So yes, yes, it was intentional. All right. Well, then start us off, Matt. What's your, what's your best, uh, bet for this week? What do you have? Now, I'm going to tell you this. I believe this game is going to be an absolute barn burner and maybe calling it my favorite play might be a little bit high. It's the one play I like the most because I think the game is going to be the most exciting. I'm going to lay the one and a half with the Titans and have them over the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. And and I think the injury to Bush is gigantic. The linebacking core. I think Ryan, Ryan Tannehill's numbers passing between 10 yards and 20 yards. He's the one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL right now. I know the A.J. Brown news is not good that he was at, out of practice today, but I think he's going to play. It sounds like it was just like a, a, a temporary thing for him. They're going to run the ball. I know Pittsburgh gets after the quarterback, but I think when you can run the ball like Derrick Henry, their defense is good enough. I know Big Ben's been hot here, but this is a big game for the Titans at home. I know you just, just said, ugh, but I think this <laughs> Titans team is going to be able to put up. I think this is a Ryan Tannehill game. Ryan Tannehill beats the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, so there are a couple of things. Number one, uh, the line that we are looking at in the DK contest is the Steelers laying one and a half to the Titans, right? Right. Yep. All right. The line, the current consensus line, which you can find over at bettingpros.com, is now the Titans laying one and a half to the Steelers. Now, realistically, that doesn't mean all that much. Oh, no, it does to me. Plus one and a half is a whole lot better than minus one and a half. (laughs) <laughs> it is. It is. It's true. It is a better it is a better line for sure. Uh, and now with that line, 61 percent of experts are taking Pittsburgh. So the loss of, of uh, Devin Bush is huge. OK, it's a big loss to that defense. He's their quarterback. I, I, I get it. I, I understand. I understand. But, you know, what's also a big loss is the loss of Taylor Luan on that offensive line. True. Um, I don't know. I, you know, to me, Matt, I, and again, I, I watched them pretty closely. You know, they destroyed the Bills. That was fine. But last week, man, they should have lost that game. They should have lost that game to a subpar Houston Texans team. I don't think the Titans are quite as good as they've shown. And maybe the Steelers aren't either. They haven't beaten that tough competition. But I don't know, man. I, I'll be honest. When I was looking at the picks, 
I leaned a little bit. I don't love it given that they're laying one and a half points. Right. But I kind of like the Steelers. If, Lean, if I was gonna, and we're not home going that dogs. Way, All right. Home dogs, man. This is the part of the season where you start looking at home dogs. Yeah. Teams at home catching points matter. All right. Well, we'll put that one to the side. All right. I, I, I am a little. I'm not. I'm not. I, at first, when I first looked at it, I liked the Steelers. As I've dug into it a little more, especially with the line movement, I've sort of been like, oh, boy. It it has made me kind of try to dig in deeper into it. And again, the loss of Bush is pretty huge in that defense. You're right. He's kind of the quarterback. But it is something where it's not it's not one of my favorite plays. So let, let's put that one to the side. My favorite play, and I can't believe you didn't lead with this, is the Bucks laying two and a half to the Raiders. Can't I mean, it. I know the— you can't play make- it. You can't touch it. You just can't Why? play it. You can't touch Why? it because you don't know what's going to happen. They all could be all cleared. All them, all them, the whole offensive line could play. I mean, the, the, okay. the, there are rumors in Vegas. A time of us taping right now on Thursday, there's yes. a time that everyone else but Trent Brown is testing negative on that offensive Correct. line but and Brown, Ingram too. But Brown is not going to play, right? Yeah, but they can they can win that game even without Brown. I mean, it, I, it, it's the entire offensive line. I think, to be honest, I mean, Abram is as big of a loss as, as Brown is. I mean, you need him in that to, to be that thumper as a safety in the back. Without him, they're a much different defense. So, I mean, I just don't think you can touch this game either side. You can't well, go near the deal. it. Here's the deal, man. I, I'll give them the offensive line. I'll give him the offensive line. I still, because the, the consensus line has moved to minus four in light of all the offensive line issues. I still like the Bucks. No, playing two and a half. I, I would, you don't I would like take it? the Raiders. Whole, Dave Sherapan and I went over this game about two hours ago. We would be all over the Raiders. If, if we knew the offensive line was playing, this is a bounce back spot in a big way. This is the Super Bowl for John Gruden. This is the game on the schedule that when the schedule came out here in Vegas, the number one thing everybody said was, Oh my, Sunday night football, John Gruden against his former team that he took to the Super Bowl and won a won a title with? Are you kidding me? That you was, have too much you have too much faith in John oh Gruden. Oh man. My Look, this team's better than people think, man. I'm telling you right, Waller and the and Jacobs and Ruggs when he's healthy. Yep. Carr's playing incredibly well. He hasn't thrown a yep. pick yet. I mean, or yep. thrown one pick this year, I think it is. I mean, th- this defense has some questions. I'll give it to you, but on the road. This this is a classic letdown spot after beating Green Bay the way that they did, scoring 38 points. You go on the road on the West Coast. This is a classic spot where Brady plays poorly, the Bucks fall down. If I was going to bet this, I would be all over the Raiders, but I won't touch this game. Oh man, e- this even is... once we know, even once we know I won't touch it because of the fact that no one's practiced since <laughs> Monday, but the Titans have showed practice can be overrated. It's very true that practice can be overrated. Absolutely right. I just think that the Bucks are a, I think their defense is really legitimate. I think you saw it last week against the Packers. That was the first time Rodgers saw a really legitimate defense and you know what happened. I think their defense, I don't think At the home. Raiders are yeah, I, I get it. It was at home. Although you like the Packers in that game. I did. We talked about that. And they're up right? 10 yeah. nothing, And then all of a sudden, two pick sixes. And that's when you throw two pick sixes, well, yeah. and, and I don't really think the first pick six wasn't really, it was on Rodgers. That was a ridiculous throw going backwards, mm-hmm. throwing across his body. I mean, that was yep. a dumb throw. So, yes. I mean, it was on Rodgers. That wasn't on the defense per se to me. That was all on the on, on the, on the play of the quarterback. But their defense is legit, Matt. Their defense is legit, even without Vita Vea. No, I, mean, I, it, I agree. I mean, they, they, on paper and, and legitimately, I mean, that they, they, they can stop the run, which is first and foremost, and they can yep. get upfield. They, they can get after the quarterback. I, I Look, I don't hate this. I, I got to bet on the over nine wins on the Bucs. I mean, I— all right. So Let I, me ask I just Let cannot, me ask that game is no. <laughs> if their offensive line is out, like the whole offensive line is out, does that change your opinion? Probably. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I it's mean, fine. I, I mean, I'm not saying we have to pick it. I'm just wondering like when, I just don't, we get I, he, here's, here's what's happening. This is, by the time this airs, we, we I, I might be right on this. This game's yes. not going to get played. 
I think they're going to move it to Monday. Potentially. Or I, Tuesday. I think, they, I think the move right now where we are, they have moved it to Sunday afternoon. They've swapped it out because they can't have a yeah, no oh a potential no game on Sunday night. <laughs> nope. I think they're going to do the whole thing where they go to Monday because isn't it that like the don't the Raiders they can't get cleared until Sunday morning or correct. something like yeah. that? Isn't so the that five correct? day they they have the whole offensive line and Abram are in the high risk category in right. the NFL. And that, that's that new category now yep. where you have a five day window where you can't be around anybody. And so they can be retested Sunday morning. This dates back to Monday. They can be around Sunday morning and then test negative, and then potentially they could play on Monday or Tuesday. But yep. I, I don't think on Sunday this game's getting played. Uh, maybe it gets played on Monday, but I don't know. I mean, the, the Bucks have to travel. And so, like, when do they travel? Do they travel on Monday? They travel on Sunday? They're not going to yeah. come here unless they know for sure the game's going to get played. It's true. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, all right. So we'll put that one out. You know, not a good sign that our first two are, you know, we're going back and forth. On, <laughs> Which is but we'll put this that is one why I want it. Because this makes for a better podcast. It <laughs> does. And and just to be clear, I'm telling you, fear not. Go ahead and bet on the box. <laughs> if you can get it at two and a half, certainly. It's at minus four. It's, it's off the books. You, you can't bet it anywhere in America right now. It's fine. It's off the it's board fine. completely. So we, right. don't, we, we don't even know what the line's going to be when it, if it gets put back up again. It could be seven by the time it gets put back up. We get no clue. That's why I love it at two and a half, baby. All right. Go ahead. You're up. What's your next pick? All right. Then? So then the next couple games, I'm a little bit confused and a little bit concerned about. Okay. So I'll just okay. tell you right now, I'm looking at bounce back spots. Okay. And I think the Patriots are going to be a team that are going to be really angry. They practice for the first time on back to back days, Wednesday and Thursday. That dates back to October 1st and 2nd. The Patriots look so bad that I just can't see them getting beat by a 49ers team that's going to be without be without Mosert and all the injuries that they have suffered. They're coming across the country again. This is like the fourth time for the 49ers coming across the country here. And I think this team for the Patriots, it's only it's under three points, just basically win the football game. The line in the Circa contest is one and a half. I would have preferred it to be one and a sure. half than two and a half, but I'm still comfortable under a field goal t- taking the Patriots to beat the 49ers. Okay, so I'm going to put that in the maybe category because I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's a weird one, Matt. I'm trying to, I mean, do we throw out last week as just the, you guys didn't practice and so they just weren't really ready to play? I think it had more to do with the fact that the offensive line was not even a shell of what it will be coming up on Sunday. I mean, they they just had just a complete, and everybody was out of position. I mean, Isaiah Wynn can't play left tackle, okay? The guy from first round pick out of Georgia he was on skates every time he was on the left edge. They just blitzed Chubb, Chubb at him, and they just he couldn't stop anybody. So, and then the lack of practice. You know, Matt Chatham was a great expatriate, won three championships, and worked for Ness, and went through this whole progression about twenty plays about what happened with Cam Newton. And when you don't practice, you don't know where your receivers are going to be when you're pressured. Your brain's not working; it's working too fast, and you don't see where you know your normal practice is. Okay, pressure's coming from the left. I have an outlet to the right. Newton played horribly. He just he flat out yes. played awful. And so, yes. Yeah, so today he beat up on himself, saying I was awful. That that loss okay. was on me. So I think this is going to be an energized and angry team. James White missed practice again today, so that's not great for the Patriots. Yeah. Do we know about that? Was it personal or was it an injury or what? We don't know yet. It's just okay. he missed practice, and I'm just concerned about COVID. Whenever someone misses practice yeah. like that, I'm like, uh, are they back with COVID problems? But he missed practice, which isn't good. But I, I think the Patriots have enough in that backfield. I think Harris will continue to develop for them. Uh, you know, they, 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 They're going to get Sony Michelle back off of the COVID list, which is good. They got Burkhead as well. 
I just think this is a team in the 49ers. It's just asking a lot. And for frankly, Garoppolo's not played great. And the Patriots know that Garoppolo, I mean, come on now, you can't lose right. to the guy that you traded away. I, I do think that this is the right side of this game. And I'm actually a little surprised. Uh, 64% of the experts on bettingpros.com are also with the Patriots. Um, it's the sharper side. You know, it, it is something where the classic kind of buy low, yeah. sell high Rams coming off, uh, uh, 49ers who we liked against yep. the Rams coming off that big win, the Patriots being embarrassed. But yeah, you know that they're going to take away Kittle because that's, you know, that's their thing without Mostert. I don't know who's going out there, whether it's McKinnon, whether it's Jermichael Hasty or, or Jeff Wilson. It's right. not the same. They're not going to have the song. So I do think that their defense is going to be able to be good. So I'll put that in the maybe and the lean towards yes uh, category. So okay. that's probably one that we're going to get in. So I like. So my next game should tell you all you need to know about how I feel about the slate, which is I don't love it. Um, but my next favorite pick is the Seahawks laying three and a half points to the Cardinals. Now, it's a home dog, so you've got to be like, no, this is not what we're talking about. Here's how I view well, it's it. it's a home First dog all, in primetime now, too. That's right. It is in primetime, although yep. that doesn't change. Do, I don't even, does Arizona have fans allowed? They can, I believe, but I think, okay. I think that they can have light. It like, really, it, it doesn't matter. Right. It, it, they can have fans, they can not have fans. Um, I think that the Cardinals, look, we've talked about the Cardinals probably more than any other team on this because we've just bounced back and forth yeah. about how we feel about them right. so many times. I, I don't know about you, Matt. I was not particularly impressed. I realized that they dominated the Cowboys. That was, to me, much more about the Cowboys' ineptitude. Then, you know, uh, Kyler Murray completed nine passes. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and all of his them... yards were on two passes. Right. Exactly. All of his yards. Uh, so, you know, he, he is going to run like crazy. He's going to be great. But you've got a short week. You've got the Seahawks coming off a bye. I get that the Cardinals have been a bit better defensively of late. But still, you know, Russell Wilson, we always talk about it. You don't want to bet against Russell Wilson. I think they come out firing here i think this is a letdown spot for the cardinals so for me i'll take even though it's you know the hook with the hook i still like the uh, seahawks laying three and a half all right so let me give you some numbers here okay so yep. seattle is four and one against the spread so far this year mm-hmm. the cardinals are four and two against the spread they've covered their last two by pretty big margins they were seven point favorites against the jets and they won the game by 20 they were one point dogs to dallas and they won by 28 so they're playing they're trending in the right direction but if you see who the four or the cardinals have played here okay so the win over the 49ers was impressive and that was like yep. the first like ooh. but washington detroit carolina the jets and the cowboys mm-hmm. all right that stinks out loud. Yep. <laughs> that is not exactly someone I would be really going to, to war with saying that they're a good football team. On top of the fact that, look, I don't think this defense is nearly as good as they are on paper. They mm-hmm. are number two right now in points allowed per game. 18.7 points per game. Now that's who they're playing, right? They're giving up 5.2 yards per game. The passing attack is where I think I'd be a little bit concerned here because, I, as we know, 8.3 yards a pass completed by Seattle. That's second best in the league. You got 6.1 yards uh, given up by, by Arizona. I just don't think the Cardinals' defense is very good, and I'm not so sure that our offense is all that good. Nah, Correct. I say yeah. play, play it. This is, one, this is on my list. Go and ahead and ink on this one. Ink. It is in Seahawks length three and a half. And by the way, I like that it's in prime time because you get Russell Wilson in prime time. That's true. I like that it's Sunday night. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, this just, again, this is, you know, if I have to, it's sort of like the way you feel a little bit about Mahomes, like backing Russell Wilson is just kind of a comforting feeling. 
Uh, but I also uh, really uh, don't mind going uh, against the Cardinals right now. So who's your number three here? So my number three, I mean, one was Titans, two was the Patriots. And then we get into kind of a little bit of a yuck situation. I think Cleveland against the Bengals. I believe that Cleveland beats bad teams. They don't beat good teams. And the Bengals are a bad football team. And I'm actually surprised the number is this low at only three and a half points here because I think Baker Mayfield's pretty angry. And he talked about being four and two. And this is the worst. We feel like we're two and four, not four and two. And I just think the Bengals are very good, to be quite honest. And, and this is, again, a chance for the Browns to run up a score, beat up on an, in, on an in-state opponent. So I like Cleveland minus three and a half. So I'm on that side. Uh, I will say that, but I agree. We're getting yuck, you yeah. know, in in this <laughs> point. Um, I am on that side. Uh, I, you know, the hook makes me a little nervous. Mayfield being banged up makes me a little nervous. You heard now Jarvis Landry apparently is dealing with whatever. He's got his rib injury in addition to the hip injury. Makes me a little nervous. But they've got to be so embarrassed yeah. at this point, right? They, this you is can just... get my trends, though. I I, I look for yeah. teams coming back off embarrassing performances. Pretty yes. much on all of them except for the Titans. Like, all my picks right now are teams in bounce-back spots. And I just think this is another one with Cleveland after getting, getting blown up by 31 points to the Steelers that, I mean, th- again, they get to take out their frustrations on a team that stinks. Yeah, I don't love... Um... Divisional games, generally speaking, right. but I, I am on the Browns side on this one. That's a definite maybe. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but still, that's in the maybe <laughs> category right now. It's something that, that I, I'm not. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I'm. Not, we're on the same side of it at least. Okay. So we could say that. Uh, and we don't know about Joe Mixon, by the way. He may be out for this game. We he hasn't practiced yet this week. He's got some sort of foot injury. There are no details on it. So yeah, I could see it as a bounce back spot. Again, the injuries worry me a little bit on their offense. But I do think, again, you could probably ride Kareem Hunt all day, every day, and you'll be probably fine in this one. So uh, we'll put it in the maybe. Okay. All right. Let's get to my next one. Uh, boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, my next favorite pick is disgusting, but Panthers getting seven and a half points from the Saints. Now it's in New Orleans. That is scary. Uh, the Saints <sighs> are off a bye. I don't like that. But we talked about Teddy Bridgewater, where you wouldn't let me pick against him, you know, half the time. Teddy does cover as an underdog. He's Teddy covers a little bit. You're getting more than the touchdown here. I do not expect Michael Thomas to play. In this and that's game. the key. I, I'm I, I could be wrong, but I do not expect him to play. There are multiple things happening here with Thomas. Not only does he have this hamstring injury, but there is this weird kind of bad blood brewing uh, ankle you know, injury, among, too. He's got both. He's coming from the angle. Injury. It looked like he was probably ready to be over the ankle injury. And now he's hurt his hamstring as well. This does not strike me as a game that he's going to play in. I think the Panthers are uh, this. The big thing is the Saints defense is not quite as dominant as we expected it to be. Now they've dealt with injuries. Marshawn Lattimore hasn't played that well. I do think that the Panthers are going to be able to keep it close. It strikes me as a game. I, I think the Saints will win with or without Thomas. But I do think that the Panthers are going to be able to put up points here. Again, the, the, without the fans, New Orleans is not the same. And I do think they're going to be able to keep it at least within a touchdown. So when I'm getting that hook over a touchdown, I'm willing to take the Panthers to cover here. If Thomas doesn't play, this can be in a maybe category for me. So I'm willing to listen to this. All right. A couple of reasons. Carolina is is averaging 7.8 yards per pass with Joe Brady's offense. 
6.9 yards per pass given up by New Orleans. So you're going to throw in this defense. You can't run on these guys. 3.6 yards per for rush. That's fourth best in the NFL right now. But the yep. Carolina Panthers don't really run right now without Christian McCaffrey. They're not running the ball a whole heck of a right. lot anyway. So they're going to throw. This is going to be a high scoring game, kind of a back and forth game. And, you know, but one thing that's sort of surprising a little bit with New Orleans is that in the beginning of the year, you thought they were going to be able to just put up numbers on anybody. That really hasn't happened. They're two and four against the number so yep. far. All right. Yep. So they beat Tampa and covered in week one. But since then, they're one in three against the number. And they lost to Vegas. They lost to Green Bay. And then they didn't cover last week against the Chargers here. So I, I am a, I, I'm, I'm willing to listen to this. And if, if we need this, if we don't come up with five that we love, I, I'm yep. willing to go with this because of the seven and a half and a Thomas injury on top of that. So what if we know that Thomas is going to play? Is it off it the table? It scares me. You? If Thomas okay. plays, I'm scared of it only because he changes everything they do. He does. But I, I, if even if he plays, and again, right now, it's just Thursday, just reading the tea leaves. I don't expect him to play. But even if he does, there's no way he's going to be at 100%. Yeah. There's no way he's going to be out there for every snap. And hamstrings so are me, so tricky, too. Exactly. Any soft tissue injury, especially for a receiver, is tough. By the way, I will point out that the last two games that we have talked about, the Browns laying three and a half to the Bengals and the Panthers getting seven and a half uh, from the Saints. Our experts at PenningBros.com are exactly 50-50 on it. Wow. Exactly 50-50. So again, that doesn't, you know, Matt and I make our own decisions. We're part of the people who put in the picks into this. But yeah, they're close. But yeah, I, all right. So that's a game that I like. But again, well, actually, you know these, what? You can take it because it's on my list. It's, it's it's further down than I thought, but I've got Carolina yeah. plus seven and a half. So you can put that in there as a yes. Okay, let's, let's keep talking through. But Thanks. I think these last two are both two that can definitely, you know, are are under consideration. So let's go to your next one because I'm I'm starting to run out of ga- games that I I'm like yeah all right I feel this one but go ahead okay so I, I want to know about the, about the Jets here yep tell me how you feel about your Jets so it sounds like if, if Sam Darnold does not play and yep. it sounds like he is going to play right but if he didn't play this I I was I wasn't even gonna bring this up because it's the Bills and I know you hate the Bills but I would I would happily even though the spread has gone down. I'd happily take the Bills length. Really? And a half. Well, against Flacco. Really? That, no, Matt, no, with Darnold playing. Oh, no, 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 no. That is with Flacco. With Flacco playing, I would happily take the 13 and a half. With Darnold playing, it's kind of been a game where I'm not going to let you talk me into taking the Jets, but <laughs> I would, I, I would, because I, I, I was like, it's you know, on my Matt, list of Jets plus I, 13 and a half. I figure it's probably the right side. Okay. Matt, it's, it's probably the right side. Although I will say that Jamison Crowder downgraded on Thursday to did not practice. If Jameson Crowder is out, I don't even know what to say at this point. I don't know who they're going to, I mean, you know, he's got such a high target share in a normal week. Um, Even with Darnold, I, I'll probably, I, I'll, I'll stay away. But I just, Matt, what is there about the Jets that could ever make you feel like this is a team, I don't care about the point spread, that I'm willing to back under any circumstances? It's the NFL. Uh, they pay, yeah. their, they pay their players too. Don't, Okay, so we know the Bills, of course, looked terrible. You've been enjoying it. Uh-huh. They haven't looked good for two games. But don't you think that this is a game where they take out all their frustration? They're, they're a much superior team, whatever you think about them, to the Jets. Don't you think this is a game where they just take out their frustration? Yeah, maybe, but, the but then they pull everybody in, in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, the Jets cover. I mean, 14 and you points. you expect it, the Jets to be able to put up a couple of points. Sure, against, against you know, third-string dudes. I mean, I mean, 14 points in the NFL is ridiculous. Yeah. It is a stupid yeah. number. That's like yep. next week the Jets are catching 21 from the Chiefs. 
In in point spread since 1988, when there've been 20 points or more, there's been six of them. They're one in five against the spread. I get like, it. It just doesn't happen. I mean, no matter how bad a team is, you just get garbage backdoor covers all the time. It's just I, like you're, you're, you're going to fall I into think one. We, I think we may be at the point where the Jets are able to break all models of efficiency. That's what I think. <laughs> they're basically tanking, and they're terrible. Um, I so look, assuming Darnold plays, which I am assuming right now because things are trending up. Uh, I think that the Jets are probably, you know, certainly the value lays with the Jets getting 13 and a half. You've already seen the consensus line drop. It's already yep. minus 12. At one point, it dropped to minus 11. Then I think the Crowder injury maybe made things a little nervous. But either way, no way. I will not I will not back the Jets in this contest in this game. So that's a no for me. So I'm staying away from it. If anything, if you were like, Dan, I'm, I'm willing to jump on the bills here. I'm finally back on track. I'd be like, yeah, fire it up. But no, even with Sam Darnold, I'm out there. Uh, all right, I've got one game, Matt, the left where I like, you know, I have a couple of, of okay leans, I guess, but okay. uh, there's another one where I, I might be willing to take it if you liked it. I'm actually just, inter- I'm just going to throw it to you. How do you feel about Green Bay laying three and a half points to the Texans in Houston? I'm, I'm on the other side. You're on, you're, you like the Texans? Yeah. Okay. I like them. All right. I, I like Texans at home. I, I think there's. Uh, I, I know there's a bounce back spot coming potentially, but in October, if you look at the numbers for Deshaun Watson as an underdog, yep. even I mean, sorry, at home in October, Deshaun Watson's played very well at home. I don't like the Texans like you like you clearly know. I mean, I can't yes. stand them personally. But if I had to bet this game, I would take the hook and take the three and a half. Okay, home All dog. Right. Yeah. Home dogs are, are are have my attention here in October. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I I think that the Texans are going to be able to put up points. I think the Packers are going to be able to put up a lot of points. I think you're going to see them have a major bounce back game offensively, given what they've been able to do to subpar defenses in the past. So I think there's a big bounce back spot for the Packers. I'm on them. I don't love it with the hook again. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think if it got to three, I might like it better. But it's interesting because, I mean, Houston is one in five against the spread right now. Mm -hmm. And the Green Bay Packers are four and one. So, I mean, Green Bay's done a pretty good job here out of the gate, even yep. though it's a home dog situation. I mean, it's, you know, the only time that the Texans covered was against Jacksonville when they covered by 16. Everything else they have lost. So when they, And remember that game against Jacksonville, you they shouldn't have covered. Like correct. if they had a kicker, right? If Jacksonville had yeah. a well, kicker. Well, I teased it. They would have covered it anywhere oh, with the that's teaser right. you did because tease the line right. was that's six correct. and a half. But I teased yeah. it to 11 and a half. So yeah. my teaser would have hit. Right, right, but right. But they still would have covered even with the two field goals for Jacksonville. But it would have changed Jacksonville's approach as to how yeah. they were trying to score. But Yep. So I mean, I don't know. Okay, maybe I, I I might listen. I mean, if we need it, fading the Texans, I don't mind. Okay, I don't mind fading yeah. against the Texans. As, I, I as do you know. think I do think that they they do look better since firing Bill O'Brien. I mean, I think you've seen a couple things. And again, their schedule lightened up. You know, basically Big right time. around the same. But this time. is a so tough that, game, though. I think Green Bay. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I would and they put, were embarrassed. They're yeah. coming off a game where they're embarrassed. Their secondary is still pretty good. The Texans don't really have the type of run game that can exploit what the Packers look, like to do. It fits my narrative, right? In bounce back spots. So, right. I mean, to, to to go back with Green Bay, I got burned last week, but I think it's it's a bounce back spot for sure yep. against a pretty poor defense. Yeah, that's just kind of how I feel. I think this is a spot where they're going to be able to put up a ton of points. There's absolutely a possibility of a backdoor cover here, but I think the Packers are are going to win this game. And I think that, you know, it, it's going to be something where it would have to probably, I feel like the only way the Texans are going to do it if it's like a last minute kind of touchdown to get within three or something like that. So 
For me, I feel like the Packers are the right side of this, but I'm not married to it by any means. I will say that 81% of the experts, it's the most heavily one-sided game with a three and a half point spread are on the Packers. Yikes. Uh, and again, that, that didn't factor in. I only look at this right before we start recording so I could have it up okay. and see you know, whether or not it does. But I do think the Packers are the right side here. So Green that's Bay's, where I am. Green so, Bay's giving up 7.2 yards per pass play right yeah. now. Oh my I get it. Gosh, I, that's I But so is Houston. Houston's giving All up seven point two as well. That's the thing, right? So. Exactly. <laughs> I, I just I have less faith in Houston. And again, I think it was good for the Packers, as as Roger said, to get their butt kicked a little bit and kind of snap them back to reality. You are not this dominant team that's going to roll over everybody, but you can roll over the Texans. Who I yeah, don't. I think, think you may have talked me into this. I mean, I think right. I think I may I, I may we'll, agree with this. We'll put it in the maybe. We'll okay. put it in the maybe. What else you got, Matt? Because I'm I'm I've got like slight leans. Okay, go ahead. Because I hate everything else. So no, I hate everything else too. So why, let's just talk about each game. Okay. Then. Let's. I'm, I hate, I'm just, I hate I'm, the hate the rest of this card because there's some, I mean Dallas, Washington, Detroit, Atlanta. Are you kidding I me? I agree. <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's talk about what the spreads are. And I'm not giving you a side. I'm just laying out the favorites okay. to start. So don't be like I'm on the other side. There is no side. I'm yeah. laying out. <laughs> The Lions, uh, where are we? Okay, the Falcons laying two and a half points to the Lions in Atlanta. <laughs> I, I mean, how do you trust Atlanta to do anything? I, mean, I how, don't. how do you, I mean, they're at home. It's below a field goal. Matt Ryan looks completely washed up. I, I mean, I, you want to go with Atlanta here? It feels like Atlanta's the right side to go on with this, but Atlanta right now is two and four against the spread. Detroit's two and three against the spread. They did cover against Jacksonville on the road last week, but it's back-to-back road games. Thankfully, they're back in a dome that helps the Lions. Uh, no yeah. idea. No, correct. The coin. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. I think if I was forced to, I mean, you can't like. There, you can't feel comfortable backing either one of these teams, no matter what. Like, there's no way you want to back Matt Patricia. There's no way you want to back the Falcons. I guess I might go with the Lions. I mean, they did change things up a little bit. They got Swift more involved. They blitzed a little more last week. Things like that are good, but still, no. So that's just stay away. So we're not going to go there. I do lean the Lions if I had to go one way. Washington, uh, in the contest, is laying a half a point to the Cowboys. And in our consensus lines, it's now the Cowboys laying one to Washington. So any feeling on that one? I would take the Cowboys minus one. I don't think I, well, I'm certainly staying away from this game. I'm oh, certainly yeah. staying away. So here's, right? here's how I see this. So if Chase Young decides to destroy Andy Dalton for four quarters, then they're going to have a real tough time of it. If Andy Dalton yeah. actually can hit somebody in stride and actually hit an open receiver, Okay, maybe they can play because the Washington defense is not very good outside of their defensive front. Right. So that's my concern. Zeke's not going to run the ball. They're going to they're going to do a uh, you know a great job of stopping stopping Elliott. So he's not. I mean, I like I look at Elliott's rushing props this this week this, this week and saying under for him. Right. But I don't know what to make of the Dallas Cowboys offense as a whole, given the secondary. And then on the other side, I mean, my goodness gracious, what a mess that a Washington team is. I mean, although they did play hard against the Giants. I mean, they did. So, uh, I if I if I had to choose, I would go Washington, okay. but I'm not. I'm not putting. <laughs> I as as kind of iffy as we feel about these other games that we're talking about. I I wouldn't want to roll with Washington in the game. I just I do think that there are injuries to their offensive line for the Cowboys. That Dalton is not going to have the time yeah. to find his receivers. And I agree that Zeke is not going to be able to get too much done on the ground. There's going to be a lot of dump offs to Zeke, like there was in this past game. I just don't know if the Washington offense has enough firepower to put up the points to put the game out of reach to the extent where the Cowboys won't be able to at least keep it close and then pull it out at the end. So I don't like either side of it. If I did have a side, it would have to be Washington, but that's not saying much. 
Uh, Chiefs laying nine and a half to the Broncos in Denver. See, if it wasn't a divisional game, if this was seven, I would take the Chiefs in two seconds. Yep. It's nine and a half and it's a divisional game. And I I just, what do you think realistically? What what do you think Le'Veon Bell is going to do in that offense? First of all, do we know that Bell is active in this game? Because not I, yeah, but he can play. He's allowed he to play. Can, he's allowed to play. I know. Yeah. I did see something like I think it was yesterday that said like Bell may not be active for this game. Um, I don't. I look. I I'm sure Bell was disinterested when he played because sure. the team was terrible. I am confident that the team had absolutely no idea how to use him um, this year. I think he'll probably be rejuvenated to start, uh, but I don't think he has that much left in the tank because he just, I, I mean, I just watching him run, unless he literally was like, I'm just not going to give 100% effort at all, which is possible. Uh, he just looked <laughs> slow. Like there were there were yards left out there when he could have gained a lot more. And again, it might have just been like, who cares? This team is a train wreck. I'm not going to risk myself for this. But I think he'll add something to them because I think he's better than Daryl Williams, but I don't think that he is a game changer in any way. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire looked great. I mean, he he looked great last week. He's a talented running back. So does he add a little bit? Yeah, but it doesn't move the needle much for me. I I would agree. And so that's why the nine nine and a half points is if I had to take it, I would take Denver. Yeah, I think Denver is probably the right side, but... I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Like I just, right. I'm not, I mean, you saw it with Drew Locke. Good goodness gracious. He I mean, did everything possible to lose that game. Yeah. And he looked great week. for three quarters. Yeah. He did and everything he's supposed to do. And then he got yeah. pushed and pressured and then it got to crunch time. And then what yeah. did Pat Shermer decide to do by asking him to throw a ball at all, let alone just call a pass play period was ridiculous. Yeah. And then him to throw the ball deep and allow the Patriots to intercept that football. And nearly, I mean, they should have lost the game 1918. If right. that had happened, what's this line really? If they lost to the Patriots, what's this right. line? So no, you're you're right. Yeah. Um, I in Denver makes me a little nervous, true. given that it's a divisional game. So I agree. We're, we're kind of staying. Yeah, away, they hate but... the Chiefs there, man. That, that, that's a circle oh, game I... for them. They just yeah. they're all over it. All right. So uh, Chargers link seven and a half points to the Jaguars in Los. No, wait, is yeah. it in? Yep. In L.A. Okay. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. No, no, it's not. Hold on. It's in. It's in Jacksonville, right? Yeah, because the Rams are at home against the Bears. Right. The Rams are. That's why I actually had it at. Oh no, it's wait, in. Why do I? Yeah, no, it's. Do they have... They're both playing in Los Angeles. All right. Anyway, Chargers leg seven and a half points to Jaguars in L.A. If I had to take it, it would be the Chargers, but I don't trust the Chargers right now with all their injuries. No. Nor me. do I. No. Move on. Rams laying. Oh well, this is the. Unless you're taking the Bears, I know this is a Peralta. <laughs> the Rams laying five and a half points to the Bears. Yeah, in the contest, if I had to take it, I would, I would bet the Bears. I think the Bears might win the game outright. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I was talking to some of our guys at Fantasy Pros. To be fair, they want, you know, they both are Bears fans. One of them is a more optimistic Bears fan than the other. But uh, he was saying that he thought the Bears were going to win. And I and he might take them outright. I don't like. I mean, I'm not taking either side of this game. I, you, I, you know, like I've been like the foremost Bears backer of this whole. Right, yeah. I've always been like, yep. no, we could go. You're like, why are you trusting the Bears? We're not trusting the Bears. And I'm like, no, it's fine. But this game, no, definitely not. I'm not going there. So, I, I mean, we have our five, Matt. We don't love them. Uh, we've got the Pats laying two and a half okay. to the Niners, which we're good with. Yep. The Seahawks laying three and a half to the Cardinals, yep. which we're both really good with. Yep. Then we start getting into games that we're like, okay, maybe, which are the Browns laying three and a half to the Bengals. Done. I'm good. Okay, you're good with that. The Panthers getting seven and a half from the Saints. I'm good. Okay. And really a game that you were on the other side of when we first started talking about it. 
the Packers laying three and a half to the Texans. So Packers, you, you you're more confident in the Packers covering on the road than you are the Titans getting points at home. Oh, that's right, because that's your number one game. Uh, you can. Uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna let you make that call. Yes. You, no, I'm making the call. Though. Okay. Yeah. No, you, I'm, you make I'm that going call. With that. I'm, I'm going good. With Packers. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Man, this is gross. Okay. So again, <laughs> I'll just recap that. Pat's laying two and a half <laughs> to the 49ers. Seahawks laying three and a half to the Cardinals. Panthers getting seven and a half from the Saints. Browns laying three and a half to the Bengals. And the Packers laying three and a half to the Texans. That's on me. We go south. That's on me. All right. All right. Road okay. favorites. Not- We're going with road favorites in it's week not- seven. It's basically exactly what you said you didn't want to do. You're Pretty like, much. I'm in for home dogs this yep. week. So, but hey, uh, it's great. okay. I'll bet them you and we can pick them. I- I'm-, I'm good with being on both sides. All right. I feel terrible about all this, but it's going to be great. Uh, okay. As always, follow us on Twitter at Dan Harris 80 at Sports Talk Matt. Uh, we will, if anything happens where we change, we will let you know. No, but we again, can't change. Only, uh, all right. The only thing we can change is if there's massive COVID issues or massive injuries. That's the only but way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm it. saying. If there's that, we will let you know on our Twitter feed. Do not forget to check out our new Discord uh, channel that's at bettingpros.com. Every primetime game, I'll be in the Daily Juice channel on Discord. I'll be there. So not for Sunday or Saturday, but the the primetime Saturday night games and Sunday night games, World Series, Monday nights. Anytime we got a standalone primetime game, I'll be there. At bettingpros.com slash chat. I'll be in there too. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk with us. Do everything you want. It's a great community right now. All different channels. Uh, And again, you can find all these lines over at bettingpros.com. And don't forget to check out Matt's Sunday morning live stream from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern time, youtube.com slash bettingpros, where he goes through every game. He'll give you some props, all that good stuff. Until then, I will talk to you next week on this podcast. Good luck this weekend with all your wagers. 